Welcome to the Art of Leadership with your host, Nina Ellison. Today, you are invited to join Nina for an educational podcast that seeks deeper insights into healthy leadership, explores personal growth, and elevates the value of soft skills in leadership. Thanks, Barry. I am Nina Ellison. And in my last podcast, I spoke about work relationships with those we care about and knowing when it's time to part ways, to move on from one job to another, recognizing that it takes both the heart and the head to navigate this time well. So this week, let's discuss this idea that at some point, you will become aware that someone on your team, someone you work with, is ready to leave. Like this resignation letter, to whom it may concern. Over the past 12 months, I have loyally served this corporation as a store associate. Through good times and bad, I have stood beside my company and have not faltered. I have helped countless customers, worked innumerable hours, and befriended more than a few of you during this time. Thus, it's with a heavy heart that I must inform you of my impending resignation. And though we may never meet again on this earth, friends and colleagues, I know I will always be with you in spirit, and I will never forget the people I have met and the challenges I have encountered along the way. And may we, in some distant future line, be reunited in that great office supply store in the sky to sell office supplies happily there for all eternity to come. (laughs) So a little humor in a resignation, or perhaps this resignation, to whom it may concern, I'm quitting to pursue my dream of not working here. (laughs) Yes, you might be more ready for them to leave than they are. And it might be a great time for relationships to end, to have closure. But most likely, it's terrible timing for your colleague to resign, for the team to be short-staffed. How do you, as a leader, develop the kind of culture where leave-taking becomes a positive thing? Because one thing we know that is consistent in our lives at work is that fellow leaders and team members are always going to leave. It's common knowledge that great leaders begin with the end in mind. And on this topic, I see so much wisdom in valuing the time you have with an employee because in the end, leaders, colleagues, team members will not stay forever. You may be having to deal with the frustration of wishing the person wasn't leaving, that perhaps they had stayed longer, wishing they had done more, or you had done more, maybe wishing that they weren't taking the talents from the organization that you poured into them so that they could grow and develop. How do you close out the final chapter so that they leave, not only celebrating the relationships that they had, but celebrating the organization that they are leaving? Three questions that have often come to my mind when an employee is leaving. First, how do we end it well from the perspective of the leader that is staying? Second, how do we end it well from the perspective of the one that's going? And third, how do we time the departure so that everyone's at the airport at the same time, so to speak? When I ask these questions, it reminds me that every time someone leaves a company, or an organization, there are two perspectives to keep in mind, the one who is leaving and the ones who are staying. I'd like to recommend three steps to consider that can create a positive experience in departure. Step one, have a plan to prepare everyone 
for a successful departure. If you and I were sitting together and having a conversation, I might ask you, what are your next steps to embrace this ebb and flow of departures? For the ones who remain within the company, one conversation might turn into a brainstorming session of setting up expectations at the beginning of the work relationship. Many companies outline expectations of a two-week notice, but what else could be added to support the culture and the core values desired with both the hello and the goodbye of an employee? We often spend a lot of time working on orientation and getting people up to speed in their new job. I'm not sure much time is spent on thinking through a strategic plan when it's time for someone to leave. Getting a task force together to think through this for your company could deliver dramatic results. You and I have both seen when an employee is here one day and gone the next, and all there is is a lot of confusion and questions. Having a strategic plan in place would not only ensure consistency in the elements of the departure plan that support culture and core values, such as caring or relationships, but this plan would let everyone know what it looks like when someone leaves before they leave. On the other hand, if I was sitting with you as the one who is leaving a place of employment, our conversation might turn into affirming your own core values, asking what do you want to stand for as you come and as you leave a workplace. What I'm recommending is that we consider a plan that goes beyond the technical questions of the time of departure, and we think through all the travel preparation questions needed. How are we going to say goodbye? Does everyone have what they need? Does everyone know the plan? Preparation for leaving can make all the difference. So step two, recognize that departure is not an event, but a process. The leadership framework that I have used for years in support of the delivery of excellence is all about process. I call it RAFT, and this solution-based structure supports consistency in so many areas of work. The R stands for meaningful relationships. The A, accountability, and in particular, mutual accountability. The F stands for focus, and the T stands for thought. So let's look at each one of those and think, how can this help us as we think about the process for departure from work? So relationships. This is a time of closure, so you would want to focus on what meaningful relationships need to end well. Different people need different kinds of goodbyes, but the process for saying goodbye is important. In our virtual world, goodbyes can be just as effective as face-to-face. What's needed is that those staying and those leaving authentically have the opportunity to affirm that something meaningful happened within a relationship and it's getting ready to change. A, the A stands for accountability. And this idea particularly of mutual accountability has the potential to be the strongest thread running through your company, through your organization, through your team. I've seen it myself, and I believe that the bonds that are formed with a mutual accountability can play a key role in this process that is needed for leave-taking. Being mutually accountable to each other enables us to achieve something bigger than ourselves in the way we demonstrate departures. The departure becomes about the whole process rather than just those who are impacted. And if you're thinking, I don't know that we have mutual accountability. I'm not even sure that we have accountability at times. 
I would still recommend that you look into this idea for the process to become accountable to it being about more than just one person, that it become about the whole process of ending well. The F stands for focus. When a change in relationship is getting ready to happen, a part of the process needed is to focus on what really matters, keeping it simple and as much as possible, keeping it positive. It's so interesting to me that when a relationship is getting ready to change, we often choose to focus on little details that that don't really matter, you know, things that were said and done, rather than choosing to focus on ending well. And the T for thought, taking time to think through the process of departure allows everyone involved to have a higher level awareness of what the needs are, both of those who are staying and the one who is leaving. What kind of outcomes would you be looking for? Because remember, this is going to happen again and again. As I've thought about it, an example of an outcome would be when someone is leaving, our culture will remain intact. In fact, you always want your culture to persist no matter who leaves. Another idea is that our our core values will be represented to the level that everyone can identify the presence of at least one core value during this process. A third outcome would be that with the process intact, those who remain will be prepared to adapt to the change as their fellow employees or as their leaders come and go. They'll be ready to make adjustments. I've got one more that the one who departs will leave knowing that their contributions for for however short or however long were recognized, that someone said, thank you for your work. So step one, have a plan. Step two, recognize the process. And step three, for all involved, be prepared to give grace. We are all human. (laughs) And all of us at one point or another have said or done something that was not helpful. But we'd even look back and go, why did I say that? What was I thinking? (laughs) In my book, Lifeboat Leadership, Discovering Grace in the Waves of Change, I share this idea that grace is an essential element if we want to move beyond ourselves. Embracing grace is one way to experience a growth shift when experience would tell us that things are going to be difficult, like losing a leader or a team member, like leaving relationships behind to move to a new job or a new responsibility. This idea of giving grace is not often discussed, yet it has the potential to be a significant differentiator, not only in your life, but in the lives of those you work with. One example of grace that illustrates what I mean is that grace is like the oil in a car, reducing friction helping to avoid premature wear and tear, and carrying heat as needed to the cooler parts of the engine so that no one gets too hot. (laughs) Taking the time to comprehend the impact of grace builds on the self-awareness of everyone involved when a leader or a team member is leaving. And I really mean it when I say that grace is a differentiator. In strategies like the one we're talking about, for successfully managing this ebb and flow of departures, grace brings immeasurable value to your team, to your organization as you walk through changing times. Grace is a choice and it's a decision to be made to be gracious or not for all involved. As I talk about these three steps, let me share with you that for you to do this, 
takes a, an intentionality of considerable work in preparing how departures look in your world. A front-loading of strategy is needed not only to navigate the ebb and flow of departures, but to learn how to thrive through these times. Would you like some help? If so, you can connect with me at www.healthyleadership.online to set up a free call. I'd love to chat with you and see how we can partner.